0: mix with all the beat teams. I am, I am
1: somebody! Let me see what you
2: can do. Welcome. Welcome. To E Society Podcast. Hey hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode two hundred and eighty-eight. Today we'll be talking about TV, including the one hundred years of Warner Brothers, movies, including the Spider Verse and Missing, and as always, the weekend sports, including the NBA Finals. The weekend Funko and collecting weekly Star Wars moment and our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the news.
1: Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Yeah, we just dropped one the other day, but mm-hmm. we gotta keep it rolling. <laughs> um, uh, We're also are gonna drop a oh um, no, I think we already did. I don't know, everyone. It's it's been a crazy week, but what's Our ESP Rewind, we talked about uh, Batman uh, 1989, so uh, if you listen to that, cool, thank you. Uh, But if not, definitely check it out, it was a good little conversation. Uh, Talked a little bit about the movies and how, when we saw it and all of the hoopla and the grumpiness that I had to say. But, before we dive into anything else, uh, I made it over to Reno, Nevada, to the Ohana comic-con uh this afternoon really small at the elks lodge in reno nevada um they did have it was a lot of cosplay but it was like a, a lot of anime characters and i had no idea who they were <laughs> so uh, i did notice there was a guy it was a uh, hellboy how that was about it everyone else i no clue who, who they are um but it was cool to see that um, a lot of the cosplayers came out to uh, represent. Uh, I walked through there. I went there with Renee and uh, the two grandsons. I didn't get anything. I mean, I I was looking for for comics. There was two guys in there selling comic books, but they didn't have uh, the ones I was looking for. Tons and tons of Funko Pops. Um... My grandson got a for both of them. They got a few things. Uh, Daniel picked up a mystery Funko box that uh, this guy this guy was selling. Uh, just random ones he threw in there. Uh, I'm going to put that video up on TikTok so you guys can watch uh, his little unboxing that he did. Because he watches a lot of unboxing stuff on, T- on YouTube. These kids that... Um, Unbox this and that, and Maybe that one little boy Ryan. If you guys Ryan's World, him when he used to unbox stuff before he started doing all his little crazy adventures with his mom and his dad. But, but it was cool, really small. There was some things in there that I wanted. I also did a walkthrough, so go over to TikTok and check that out. There was one cool thing there. I didn't see how much it was, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty pricey. It was a uh, He-Man's uh, sword uh, replica. I was looking at it i was gonna pick it up but it was it was kind of heavy so i was like "Ooh, i better just leave it on the table but man that looks sweet that and they had um was it lionel from thundercats is that the main one yes i was never really got into that show uh they had his sword there that was pretty that one looked pretty cool and there was one guy check out the video i did on TikTok, he had like a little Indiana Jones display. He had the laser disc. I didn't ask how much it was. He had uh, some old retro figures, uh, some little 12 inch dolls. Um, he had the, the Holy Grail from The uh, Last Crusade, uh, the cup. He had that. He had the little uh, headpiece for the Staff of Raw. He had both of them. Yeah, the one that uh, that had the writing on the, on both sides, and the other one that didn't have the writing on it, and there was something else that I can't really remember. I thought that was really cool. I did talk to a couple guys. There was one guy, um, uh, we were talking about comic books, and he does collecting as well. I asked him uh, if he'd like to come on the show. He's like, yeah, sure. So at some point, he will come on and we will talk collecting I, i'd give you a shout out but i don't remember who it was let me see if i can find uh here it is chuck dog collectibles the guy i was talking to i think his name was aaron um but he had uh, a little setup there and uh, it was cool to talk to him. And then I talked to another gentleman while I was uh, filming. I, I can't remember his name. Scottish something. He um, he sells comic books. And he also did uh, some uh, original comic book art that he did for covers. You know, those one books that just uh, Spider-Man and then it's a blank cover. He he did uh, some of those. I thought those were pretty neat. Uh, I, took, I took some video of it. So definitely go over to TikTok and check that out. It was a quick walkthrough. Um, I walked through it a couple times just to make sure, see if I didn't miss anything. Out of all the pops and everything, there was nothing really that, that I needed to have. There was, I was mainly just looking for horror things. I mean, the only horror thing I saw in that place was, um, someone had a hockey mask and was signed by uh, Kane Hodder. He did. Part 7, 8, 9, and 10, he played Jason Voorhees. And uh, those uh, two, the last two for the Paramount years, uh, New Blood and Jason Takes to Manhattan, then he did that dumbass Jason Goes to Hell, and then the, the awesome uh, Jason X, he did those ones. Um, but uh, the hockey mask was one of those little cheapy ones you buy at a party store but I mean it it didn't matter I mean it it was signed by Kane Hodder so that was really cool but I'd like to get one of mine why do I have the uh, part 8 hockey mask that I picked up at um, Nightmare Toys the last time we were down there I had to have that one Uh, that was Kyle's he liked uh, part 4 the final chapter he liked that one but Jason Takes Manhattan was the one that he just watched over and over and over again because of how goofy it was but But other than that, Ohana Comic-Con, it was really cool. I think they are doing, from what I, when I was talking to one of the dudes, one of the vendors, they were saying that uh, they were going to have a convention like the Golden Age Comic-Con or whatever the hell it was called. It was going to be at the Reno Convention Center in July, so that's going to be a little bit bigger, so I'm going to go over there and check that out. Not really sure. Uh, if it's just going to be comics, uh, and some other stuff, but I don't know. I'm going to go over there and check it out. But Ohana Comic-Con, it was cool. It was, it was, it was a nice little small one. Good for uh, all the cosplayers that came out. There was a contest. I, did, I didn't stick around for it, but the boys went in there. They had, they got some cool things. They're watching, uh, looking at the, the kids. that were all dressed up and everything. And shout out to the little guy that was uh, Optimus Prime. Uh, there was a little cosplayer in there uh but it was over that was it wait was it a couple of years ago that when it was over in, in your area at that casino
2: yeah they've done it a, a few times here I've been to it a few times i I didn't I didn't think I've gone the last two uh, one or two times it's been here but yeah uh blue lake casino uh it was out at and yeah it was just a little one room thing you know cute little thing i'm I'm gathering it was pretty similar to that from uh, how you're describing it.
1: Yeah, it, it was really small. The Elks Lodge isn't that little, the main little area, little auditorium. It's not that big. So, it, but it was pretty packed in there. I mean, they packed in as many vendors as they could, and it was like shoulder to shoulder walking through there. So, but it, it was cool. It was better than nothing. But, yeah, that's what, um, that I did. Um but I got out to see Guardians of the Galaxy uh volume three or whatever the hell it's called. Um oh man, that Azizu talked about was it last week or the week before? I don't remember. Two
2: two episodes back.
1: Okay, yeah. He he had talked about it and oh my god, this one was this one was heavy, really heavy. <laughs> I thought
0: so. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't ready for it, man. It was, it was just so. Uh, I was just like, man, really, this is what we're doing. But I, I really did love, I really did love it. I thought it was awesome film. I loved that they did focus on Rocket Raccoon. Ah, uh, throughout the other films, he kept saying, "I'm not a raccoon. I'm not a raccoon." So, but uh, he finally, when when he was saying that in the other films, I was like, "Why well, you're not a raccoon?" I was like, "That's how I came across <laughs> Rocket. His comic book was called Rocket Raccoon, and he, when his first appearance in uh, The Incredible Hulk, it was Rocket Raccoon. So I was. Kind of confused what they were doing in the movie, but I was like, "All right, man, whatever, I mean do do your thing." But it was it was really good. It was real heavy, really sad. Um, they did drop an f bomb, which I was kind of shocked. First at.
2: ever, yeah, first <laughs> ever for the MCU. <laughs> I got a secret for you too, which you may not uh, have realized during the film. Though so there's a little inside. Moment. Um, They don't explain it, but uh, the director did, James Gunn. uh, The very last, when Groot says, I love you guys, um, that wasn't him not saying, I am Groot. That was the audience that's been on the journey. You finally understand him like everybody else. So he really was saying, I am Groot, but they. Had a little fun with it and turned it into. We understand him now. <laughs>
1: I I this, to me out of every time Groot was in something, this is the first one where it finally did sound like Vin Diesel. Hmm. All the other ones to me, everyone. I mean, you, it probably sounded like him to to all of you, but to me, this one it finally I was finally able to hear his voice. I mean, we've we heard him say, I am Groot a billion times. But then I had a question, too. <clears throat> How come uh, he can instantly grow himself when he had his head cut off? But in all the other movies, it took like hell long for him to, to
2: grow right. up. So I was kind of like, all right. I think he just reconnected there. I don't think he regrew. I think he just re-latched l- himself back on To his severed
1: body, (laughs) Eric didn't see the uh, the holiday special one. We ended we ended up watching it yesterday because he didn't understand or he didn't catch that. uh, uh, What's her name? Mantis was was, um, that was the
2: big reveal for the holiday.
1: Yeah, he didn't he didn't see that one, so he he didn't even catch it when they were talking about it in this one that he was. she was Peter's uh, sister. He was kind of like, "Wait, what?" And I said, "You didn't see the holiday special?" He was like, "Nah." So we, we watched that. And at the very, very end, when you oh. see, you guys should have seen this by now. At the end, when uh, Peter's sitting there with his uh, with his grandfather when he's eating cereal, his grandfather's reading the newspaper, and it said alien abduction, Kevin Bacon, and something. What I didn't really catch what what it said at the bottom. He saw that, but he didn't get it. I said then when we watched oh. the holiday special, I so said he was abducted by. Uh, Mantis and um Drax. And it was like, oh, and I forgot, man. The Gobots are in the MCU for those of you. Yep. Psycho right. <laughs> when Drax was beating them up. Dude, that one was so awesome. I I just watched it when we when we did it uh, in December or so, but I, so I watched it again. But it was an awesome one. If you guys still haven't seen Guardian's holiday special on Disney Plus, definitely check that out. But yeah, like I said, this one was which is just oh, it was so heavy, man. I, I was crying my eyes out in uh, multiple scenes in this film, and uh, I, don't know, I mean, to me, this was my favorite one out of the three. Before before I went in there, I was getting popcorn and I was talking to the two guys. I guys, I said, "Have you guys seen this one yet?" And they were like, "Yeah." I said, "Is it sad?" Like everyone's saying. One of them guy goes, "Oh yeah," and the other dude goes, "Yeah." So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then I had asked them, do you guys see Spider-Verse yet? They said, No, nah, I haven't seen it yet. I said, Ooh, you guys gotta see it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But this one it was really character driven with everybody and like like throughout the other films, Rocket's story was just never talked about. He didn't never really wanted to talk about where he was from and all that. So this one was pretty much his his story, which I which I loved. It was really cool. It was sad. Uh, the friends that he made. Uh, I just. It was. Oh man. What's her name? She's doing. She's pulling double duty. Uh, Hawkeye's wife, Linda cardinali She played uh, Lila, the little uh, otter that was in this. Um. So I thought that was cool. For some reason, I was like, "What? Why is Hawkeye's wife in this?" I didn't know she voiced uh, one of the little animals. But yeah, that it was. It it was heavy. Even the uh, the part with uh. Peter uh, Star-Lord. but I wasn't buying that that part. He would have died instantly. But it's a movie, okay? <laughs> but because I was like, no. But it, it was a movie. But it was cool. Uh, Drax, I mean, he's just awesome. It's they did the the way it ended. They did make it seem like okay. He's he says uh, Batista says he's not Batista coming says back. He's done yeah but I have a feeling. And like uh,
2: what's her name uh, Gamora that actress she said she's done so don't expect to see them again as far as the current state of the Guardians of the Galaxy maybe they never will revisit that team but I was happy to I I, I wanted that actually more than anything to see the state of the team even if they never revisit it I hope they do but even if they never showed them again, uh, it was cool to see them. And I, I just loved it. They were just waiting, you know, for the battle and then sh- sprung into action. It was a really cool shot of all of them charging.
1: But at the very, very end, it did say Peter Quill will return. So, Which is if- funny
2: because in the pre-release media, all the interviews, Chris Pratt was like, yeah, I don't know. I I'd return if it was like the right project. And then you I go to the theater that opening day and I see that that he'll return and I was like, "Okay, well obviously they got something planned.
1: <laughs> he'll be back." I mean,
2: But he was like being other, cryptic in the Other in than
1: the Vin Diesel press. who who has <laughs> another franchise that's that still got two more movies, um the people that have left haven't haven't really done anything huge. I mean, what's his name? Um, Captain America, Chris Evans. Right. Uh, he he flat out. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to do other projects. Yeah, cool. But he's he hasn't done anything bigger than any of these Avenger movies or Captain America right. movies. But all right, whatever.
2: Man, ghosted.
1: Nothing too big. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, but, what? I mean, what's his name? Doesn't really need any big roles if, if he just takes whatever. Um, Downey. Yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He's he's,
2: he's doing. God. I don't know if you saw. He's doing an upcoming show on uh, Disney Plus about uh, Cars. So it's just like it's like something like Downey's dream car or something like that. <laughs> But he he doesn't need it. Out of everybody, he's yeah, got he's that huge playing around now.
1: He's yeah. got that huge uh, filmography. Yep. Yeah, right. he smoked it all and
2: snorted it all. All that money and went <laughs> to prison. But no, he did that before he made the money. Though that was before no. Iron Man. No, he this still had. Iron he still Man. had. Now he's made mad money.
1: No, he still had money before. He didn't have to work. He he just he had a ton of movies, but under his. Uh, under his belt, or He big,
2: nothing big before Iron Man. It was all no, I mean, just stuff. saying. But he had a
1: bunch of movies, he didn't have to work, he was still getting all those monies. I mean, the John Hughes movies that it was in that was constantly, I'm sure that check just constantly rolled in all the time. Weird Science was always on TV,
2: and didn't uh, he less making too much from that, though. He didn't
1: have to work, and he had enough to party and drugs and everything. Uh, Less than zero. He had that one. He had Chaplin. He was up for Academy Award. He had uh, Back to School, which is always on, um, and a bunch of other things. I mean, he had small little roles, but I mean, he was awesome in
2: Zodiac. But, yeah, do don't, that, but like, that was
1: now nah, that that was after the fact, after he was done prison and but pre-prison. But that was he also had,
2: pre-Iron Man. Yeah, yeah,
1: but he still had a ton of things. So I mean. Even when After he did Iron, Iron
2: Man, now he's like super elite. Like, but when he did Iron generational. Man, he,
1: I'm sure he didn't get millions for it because he he didn't know it was going to be a big hit. Nobody knew that um, Tropic Thunder was going to hit. Um, they made that movie right at the right time because I don't think you could make that movie now. But nope, um. It's it's crazy. I mean, he he's got a ton of movies under his belt already, so it wasn't like he was hurting for money. I'm sure he. I'm sure he spent a lot on his uh, his 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 lawyers and everything and everything that he smoked and snorted and drank. But I mean, now that I'm sure uh, he'll
2: be back. He he loves Iron Man too much. They'll find a way. They'll make him a another universe's variant something Dude, like, look that.
1: At, like like gomorrah yeah. she died and then she's back <laughs> so i mean it's not like they can't oh, find
2: them yeah. they could
1: go through another timeline and find them again yeah so
2: oh i heard you know i told you about uh <sighs> somebody's kind of eye-rolling return in the fast franchise i read an article today that said um, that they might be introducing time travel into that franchise. That's the next step. I they might like, as oh. well. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, it is so crazy how far out there fast is gone. <laughs>
1: they went to space and old school
2: yeah. uh, scuba gear. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. like there was a rumor they were gonna do a the Terminator crossover.
1: Why not? Well, Terminator isn't <laughs> universal, but I don't know. Maybe
2: something. Oh, and uh, Men in Black. Why not? Yeah.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> bring back Will Smith. I'm sure he needs that check.
0: <laughs>
1: but I mean, but 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 Guardians Volume Three. It was awesome. Uh, like I said to me, I love this one more than the first uh, than the first one. The second one I didn't really care for I thought it was kind of garbage but the first one was hella good but this one I really loved it because on how heavy it was uh, I did like um, Will Poulter came in as Adam Warlock he was really cool and his sister whatever her name is he um,
2: sure it was in the second one
1: I liked I, I like Will Poulter he can play everything he can be a, a nerdy little kid he can be a, a space alien robot superhero uh, he can be a racist cop if you guys have seen Detroit, and he's he's done everything. He can be a little murderous kid like he was in uh, Maze Runner, and uh, all kinds of other things. But and now Guardian, yeah. So he, yeah, he's in it, he and I take that check. <laughs> okay. So I mean, he, this kid's set. I mean, he's done a lot of good roles. Uh, I know We Are the Millers just hit uh, Netflix again. So if you guys haven't seen that, that's the first thing I'd see him, and he was hell funny in that um but this one was was really good man it had a lot a lot of uh, sad scenes uh like really sad scenes and then the happy sad stuff because i was like oh man i wasn't yeah, you, ready
2: you know i was there opening day there was uh, a lot of sniffles in the crowd uh, there was four of us in there there was a couple me
1: and then there was a kid sit way in the back that was it so yeah, I was, glad, I was glad it was it was in one of the big theaters. It wasn't in the little small closet one, way in the back of uh, our uptown theater, because that's where I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't. So, but I was happy. But this one, I'm definitely buying the Steelbook when it comes out. Speaking of Steelbooks, I went in Best Buy. Uh, I saw Quantum Mania, but there was a dent in it, so I was like, eh, never mind. But you can still order them online, so it's not. Like- yeah,
2: I picked it up while I was in reno visiting.
1: they still had that last store one steelbook in there and uh wakanda forever both covers. yeah
2: i've transferred over to steelbooks let me walk over to the shelf i had uh you know the first part of the mcu collection is just general lease because they didn't really do the special editions and then it for a long street got into uh target the collector's book version i did that i tried to do that forever and then just recently um yeah multiverse of madness looks like it was the last target book version because then after that the last three uh love and thunder wakanda forever and quantum mania i've had to uh jump on the best buy steelbook train so now it makes me feel like i should have done it a lot sooner but it was just because Target was my only in-store option here locally so that's kind of the main reason I did that. And I'm still I um it's funny I have I do have like the collector's version of Iron Man the first one but it's it's DVD it's a case uh it's an Iron Man helmet and the helmet flips open to reveal the discs. Uh, but it, like I said, it's dvd. That's the only mcu film that I don't have on blu-ray. So <laughs> I need to pick that up at some point just to Complete the <laughs> blu rayness <laughs> Did you see those star wars uh disney 100 steelbooks? I did. I mean they're interesting, but obviously not must-haves.
1: No, the covers are ugly. I don't yeah, think, yeah I don't they're interesting
2: that. but eh. It's yeah. it's mainly it's silver a,
1: it's all yeah. silver and a main a small little Star Wars poster. I was like,
2: huh. I man, that's not. Yeah, it's not must have. That's for sure. No, which that's it, good, good, good. <laughs>
1: if it was in a black steelbook case, I probably would have got it. At least the first one, uh, uh, Star Wars, not Episode One. But I was looking at it and I looked at the back to see the features. It's. Nothing. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but, yeah. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, awesome, awesome film. Uh, it was two and a half hours or two hours and twenty nine minutes uh, from beginning to end, and but it didn't seem that long because I was I was so deep into it and I loved what was going on. Uh, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Cuervo must rally up his team to defend the universe to protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Yeah, it was mainly just trying to uh, save Rocket. He got he took some uh, battle damage and they, they found out some stuff about him when they were doing x-rays. They saw that his heart had some kind of like a kill switch or something on it that they had no they didn't have the tech to try to uh, help it cuz if they would it would probably it would have killed him so they figured out uh who made him and where so that's their their mission to go uh, to this um it was, that the was that, that was gross. I don't like inside looking guts and everything. <laughs> I could good. watch. No, I mean this was it, it looked rugged. It looked real. How
2: about uh, how about behind the face? the high uh, evolutionary that I was like oh you're gonna love that right
1: I didn't like all the little uh little guar looking uh suits that the uh, what's his name was running around in what's that guy's name uh, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Yeah, yeah Nathan Phil <laughs> uh, is he just like some just uh, slap around standing guy he, he's hardly in it he's
2: uh <laughs> he's a good friend of James Gunn so that's what that Whole thing was, um but yeah. How about the the real what the high revolutionary really looked like? Robocop, you liked that, right? No, I, love I I gore. I, they
1: look like Robocop. That's that's what I thought when I first when they first show him. But then even Peter Quill goes, "You big fake Robocop looking." I was like, ah, okay. Where was uh? No, he wasn't. He was was um. I'm I'm looking at images now. Was uh, what's this idiot's name? Um, the high No, he was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, dated Kim Kardashian for a minute. And, uh,
2: oh, Pete Davidson.
1: Yeah, was he in this?
2: Yes. Who was he? I can't remember where, but he was.
1: Because oh. uh, what's his name? Uh, Lex Luther, uh, Michael Rosenbaum. He was in. I could see who he was, and and Sly. I forgot he was gonna pop up in this. He he was cool. He's just himself. He
2: was in the second one.
1: Yeah. Uh, What's his nuts? Uh, Howard the Duck, which was awesome. Yeah. Come on, you guys, give him his own movie. Uh, just stop teasing me with just these little little or cameos. At least,
2: or give at least him like a short, like, uh, like, like a uh, werewolf by night. Like, yeah. Give, give us me, like me, a little hour movie.
1: <laughs> give me something, man. You guys are killing me. I mean, this is what the fourth. Fourth or fifth time that you use? I don't know how many really, but he, come on. I mean, give me something with Howard the Duck. Not just the the one we had back in the eighties, which I love. I, I don't care what anybody says. Renee hates it's that one movie. One of the
2: most uh, hated movies of all time.
1: No way. You guys <laughs> are stupid if you guys hate that movie. That movie is awesome. Um but <laughs> he's yeah,
0: very uh,
2: contrary People love Batman '89. You hate Batman '89. People love Beetlejuice. You hate Beetlejuice. People hate Howard the Duck. You love Howard the Duck.
1: That was hella good. You guys don't <laughs> know what you guys are talking about. Howard the Duck was awesome. Shout out to Leah Thompson.
2: What else? You? Uh, how about that? Uh, what's that other hated movie? Let's fast forward to the ninety The end of the nineties. Uh, the Travolta like uh, Battlefield. Oh, everybody cool. hated that one. Yeah. Did you hate that? That movie was garbage. Okay. There you uh, go. Something you can agree on.
1: That was no <laughs> good. I liked the effects and I liked uh, how they looked. But, oh, man, that movie. I was just like, what the hell is happening in this movie? Um, if you're a Scientologist, cool. Pa- pa- party on. But I, I don't know. That uh, That dude that wrote that story. What the hell's his name?
2: No, Ron Howard
1: Hubbard, Hubbard, whatever the Dianetics guy. I mean, to each his own. Everyone. I mean, you really, whatever you, I don't mean, know. you believe in, it's pretty crazy stuff. A, a religion's <laughs> crazy. Everyone. I don't care what anybody says. But again, believe in what you want to believe in. I mean, some people might not like what I what I believe in, but. Uh, I'm not the one to ah. You can't believe in that. It's wrong and uh, ah. No. Anyone that says that to you, tell them to eat a dick. But uh, Michael Rosenbaum, he was Martin X. I think that's how, I think he was that guy with the little, the little, the little sparkly, uh, glittery-looking dude. Because when he talked, when he was talking, I mean. Uh, I was like, oh, OK, because he uh, if you guys listen to um, uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, um, he always talks about when he uh, when he first met uh, Sylvester Stallone, when they were filming uh, Guardians. So but he, he's re- he's a cool guy. Uh, he was an asshole in Smallville, but uh, everything else that he's popped up in, I've liked. And his podcast is awesome. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy three, I saw it uh, almost a month after it came out it came out may 5th i saw it yesterday june 3rd so i mean it took me that long uh, to see it almost so, missed but, it but i'm glad i did missed it. i'm glad i uh, <laughs> i'm glad i saw i went out and seen it because it was either that or fast fast 10 i said that just came you still out. got
2: time for fast
1: i said that just came out I i can wait so but yeah. Uh, Guardians Volume Three. Uh, if it's still playing in the air and you haven't seen it yet, definitely uh, go check it out. I think it'll probably be in the theaters another few more weeks. So, but check one it last out.
2: question for you um, in the final Guardians team. You know who that uh, one of the girl was right. Did you see who she yeah. was? Yeah.
0: Um, what's her nuts? God damn it.
1: Um, what's her name? Uh, She's
2: one of the Captain Marvels.
1: Yeah. Um, what's her name? Um,
2: like Philevell, I think.
1: I, I think that sounds about right, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if they give us another, it doesn't look like we're gonna get another Guardians movie for a while. Yeah. Because yeah. if you've seen the whole layout and well, what's coming, there was no. Right. <laughs> maybe the next phase. Uh, we'll I'm just on.
2: happy the team is out there, even if we don't get to see him. <laughs> I think
1: I think we will. Or get, come on, give Rocket his own movie.
2: You That's see. what I've always wanted. That was my main goal with this. Obviously, they were making it look very much like he wasn't going to make it in the previews and all the commercials and talking about, uh, you know, I'm done running and we'll all fly off together uh, you know they really were hyping it up that he wasn't going to make it which would have been disappointing but so
0: <laughs> all
2: right
1: everyone on to the big one that just came out um spider-man across the spider-verse rated pg was action adventures two hours and 16 minutes i could have watched a four-hour movie i was oh Man, but after reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is captured. Is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider-people. Change jars with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash on how to handle the new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other spiders. He must soon redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves most. Directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, Justin K. Thompson. And this stars a shit ton of people. Um, hold on a minute. Uh... Before we run down the cast, did you see those pictures? They want um, that one little kid from Blackish, uh the little boy. Well, he's tall, or he's older now. They want him to be Miles in the live
2: action. Mm, I could see it.
1: Uh, somebody funny. was drawing uh, just drawings of it, their own thing. But I was like, hmm, he kind of does look like uh, Miles. Yeah. But uh,
2: Funny, Boy's too, talent. because for the longest time years ago and i'm talking about like 10 15 years ago um, when community was on uh everybody was pushing back then for donald glover the childish camino to be miles and years passed and he got older and obviously he aged out but uh they didn't forget him and it was cool they included him in uh uh what was that uh, spider-man homecoming so
0: Yep.
1: Uh, this is we're gonna get we're gonna drop the the spoiler sound because there's some stuff in this we wanna talk about. So but this first part of the review isn't gonna be spoilers. But the voice talents. Shaolin Fantastic. Shameek Moore, he played uh, Miles. Um Haley Sandfield was Spider Woman. Um
0: Gwen Stacy. Ghost Spider.
1: Yep, Oscar Isaac was uh, Spider Man 2099 McGill whatever the nuts his name was uh, Luna Loren Valdez is Rio Morales uh, Jake Johnson as uh, the the Spider Man <laughs> the old hobo looking Spider Man if you guys remember him from the uh, Into the Spider Verse uh, he came back which was cool this is all they have all these characters uh, in the in the trailer. Isaiah Ray as Jessica Drew, Andy Samberg as Scarlet Spider, Daniel Kaluuya as Hobie Brown. Awesome. Uh, Jason Schwartzman as Spot. I didn't realize that was him. All right, right on. Uh, uh, What's his nuts? Um, Paperboy. Brian Tyree Henry as Jefferson Davis. Uh, Shia Wiggum as George Stacey karan sony as ooh, pavateer i'm not even trying to that last name
2: spider-man india
1: yeah him uh, Mos- Mur- Mur- i can never say this guy's name either is it marshall Mur- or marshall i can't ali <laughs> blade <laughs> he's blade right yes uh he played uncle aaron and a bunch of other people. Oh, Rachel Dredge was in it? She was Mrs. Weber? Oh, okay. I knew I knew that voice. And Jake Quaid as uh, Peter Parker. And there was a ton, a million different spider man <laughs> in this movie. But what did you think of this one?
2: Well, the first question I have for you is, were you able to hear it? because it's interesting uh it's actually become a big story i was like a little worried about my theater because i've had theater i have had issues with the local uh theater years ago where the sound wasn't good and i was like okay like it was out of my rotation for years i'd go down to fortuna i'd go up to mckinleyville to mill creek so i was like oh no is that happening but then i started to see the articles when i got out uh that some uh, are experiencing trouble hearing the dialogue in the theater. Uh, many facing issues with the volu- volume, and many viewers complain not being able to hear large amounts of the movie dialogue at all. Uh, since the movie's premiere, uh, quite a few viewers have taken to social media to raise concerns about the sound mixing. Most of who posted about audio issues uh, and has a bunch of tweets here, and interestingly, uh, one of the makers of the film, Phil Lord, he tweeted out, Projectionists, I'm sending you all a present. And it's a sticker that says, I played Spider Verse at full volume because I'm awesome. So I guess a lot of people are having to ask their theater to turn up the volume. I wish I would have known. I wish somebody would have stepped up in our theater. But uh, at the very least, uh, I was with a very respectful crowd who was very much into it. So although it. Felt quiet. At least everybody was there for it and nobody was talking or or being annoying or anything. But how about you? How, how was your volume for yours? Before I get into it.
0: All right. I've said this before. I've never took a baby to a movie. I know
1: you guys love Spider-Man. I know this. But leave your fucking babies at home. I had two in my showing. Mm. The one that was in the row in front of me kind of blurred out a little bit, but then got quiet. But there was one down at the bar. I saw it in IMAX in a big theater. And it was all right when it was loud, but when it got quiet and that baby was crying and they just would not leave the theater. Think of everyone else. However many people, hundreds of people that was in that theater, get up and walk out with your kid. Calm it down. I'm sorry. I mean, I, take turns. One of you stay home and watch the baby. The other one go see the movie. And then after that, maybe the next the next day, the other parent can go. Don't bring your babies to the movie theater. Even when I was a young kid going to the movies, someone always brought a baby. I remember there was one time I went and saw whatever. I was at the theater by my house when I was growing up. I was sitting there. Somebody had a baby up in the front and somebody way in the back yelled out, shut that fucking baby up. And everybody started laughing. And then it turned into a big old fight. (laughs) It turned into a big old fight. Um, But yeah, stay home. Uh, One of you, one of the parents, whoever, stay home with your baby. If you got little kids that, that like this, I mean there was some little guys in there, but they were they were quiet. but if you got a baby, don't bring them to the movie theater unless you unless you, this movie was on its last leg and it was getting ready to get yanked, then go because nobody will be in there. Don't come Friday night at, at seven o'clock to go see this a big movie.
2: That's also opening, pretty opening late night. for a two and a half hour movie with a baby. Too. I'm just, I was like,
1: oh, no, <laughs> uh, but other than the, the baby's crying, um, like I said, I saw this in IMAX.
2: So it, I guess I helped with the, it sound. sounded perfect. Okay, good. No, no clean, issues right off all. the bat, right off the bat, that whole opening Gwen dialogue. I was like, wait, what? Like I really was having hard trouble hearing it and then like I was like man but nobody in the audience was like everybody was silent like it wasn't like yeah it was like really hard to make out so that was pretty disappointing for me
1: honestly was it just the dialogue that was quiet or was like everything
2: uh mostly the dialogue yeah so all the action and everything
1: was loud the music
2: yeah and like I said like for a minute, I was worried, like, oh, damn, it's the friggin' Broadway theater, like, uh, might have to <laughs> make the trip to McKinleyville, because I don't want to sacrifice the sound. And then the first thing I saw was... Um, tweets and articles going around about the sound and yeah you've got even like i said the one of the filmmakers phil lord tweeting out about like tell your (laughs) tell your theater to turn up the sound i guess yeah so something went wrong with the mix that's for sure
1: so it wasn't the theater's fault it was however they however um, they
2: made it yep (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh well then shit that's on them I mean I I would demand my money back or something cause yeah
2: like I said like it was weird because like at least in mine like thankfully yeah we didn't have any infants or anything but like everybody like I guess kind of realized it and everybody was so locked in that like yeah nobody was talking and everybody was just like trying their hardest to hear and I was like god I was kind of wishing somebody would step up and go Say something, but everybody was so locked in. We all watched this quiet movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, hell no. I, I would have went in and said something. F that. But yeah. uh shout out to uh my buddy Hap and his son, Kendon. Uh, they had an extra ticket. I was going to go, but then uh, he texted me. Hey, man, my son's got uh, an extra ticket to for Spider-Man. Do you want to go? I was like, hell yeah. IMAX, too? Right we had prime seats right in the middle. <laughs> oh man, we it was awesome. But there was an issue in the beginning for me. Nothing not, nothing with the film. Uh I didn't see the last one in IMAX. I just saw it in a regular big screen theater. It was really the the, the flashiness and everything in the beginning kind of got to me a little. I had to like close my eyes cuz it was just getting the the, the way they made this the way that the animation was i love it but uh it was just, it was too flashy i wasn't to a point where it was going to give me uh, a seizure or anything but i was like wow man this is this is this is getting a lot for my eyes so my old eye my old man eyes
0: so i had to i yeah. kind of closed my eyes and they a couple had that parts. warning
2: too they had that warning right before it starts
0: yeah yeah
1: the first one, didn't bother me. I was fine with it. Um, I think there's a 3D version of this, which I want to go see it in 3D. I want to see how it looks because I think this would be awesome in 3D. But I wanted to see it first in just regular IMAX. Uh, They said it was formatted. It didn't fit the entire screen, but it was still pretty big uh, in there. Right. But it
2: was loud. It was hella loud when the action and all that. They was must going have heard on. they must have known somebody must have said something by then. Yeah, I honestly because like I saw it um, it was probably the fourth or so showing of the day. Honestly, I'm surprised nobody had said anything at my theater because it also it had played the day before. I saw it on Friday. They had two shows on Thursday and then like three shows before me, I'm a little surprised. Either nobody said anything or they were just not cool about it and decided they didn't want to do anything about it. Uh, I might take mom's on Tuesday uh, if she's up for it and I'm definitely going to bring it up. I'm assuming by then they will have done something.
1: (laughs) I don't think this is in
0: 3d. Well, IMAX 3D. I just looked. Let me look at um,
1: Fandor, Century, Cinemark, whatever.
0: Oh man, they played the Raiders of the Lost Art today. Weak. Um, it's yeah, it's just regular, no, no 3D or anything. So all right.
1: Figured if anything, this they would have made more money if they converted it into the. Because I remember the last one was in three D. But, um, but the film itself in, in a whole, the animation, amazing, the soundtrack, amazing. Some of the artists I didn't really care for, but there was some stuff in it that that rocked pretty hard, which I thought was awesome. Um. Uh no, that was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That that soundtrack too was awesome. Man, yeah, the the Beastie Boys, no, <laughs> those leap to Brooklyn. That part was awesome during one of the battle fight scenes. But this one, a lot of new artists. They did have some classic songs in it. The score when everything was going on was awesome in it. Uh, so again, I didn't have an issue with sound. I thought all the characters that they brought in that were in the last film. Uh, the new ones that they brought in and then all the Spider-Man that you saw in in the trailer, which was awesome. My favorite part is it is in the trailer when uh, Spider-Man 2099 goes, hey, we need- there's an all out alert. Stop Spider-Man. And then everyone starts pointing at each other because it's like this is the universe of a billion Spider-Man and women. <laughs> I thought that was a little funny. Uh, it was really cool. But um, oh, what's his name? Doc Ock or um not Doc Ock well Lady Doc Ock Kingpin those were the the bad guys as well as uh, Green Goblin and all that and the last one and uh, this one was cool it focused on the uh, the spot which was cool I loved all that I loved the the scene where they are in the bodega this is all in the trailer so it's it's not a spoiler um and yeah Spider Man twenty ninety nine Miguel what's his nuts O'Hara. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, what's his nuts? Um, Poe Dameron, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac. He he was cool. Um, but everybody that was in it, it was it was just there, there was a, there was times there was so much on the screen. It was hard to, especially on a huge IMAX screen. There there was a lot to take in. Because that, that the scenes at the end when they're all chasing Spider-Man, when they're chasing Miles Morales, and there's just Spider-Men and women all over the screen. I was like, wow. I was just like, I need to see this again and not focus on Miles. I need to focus on what was in the background. And like I said, the animation, amazing. I loved it. I loved what they did with the first one. It's like they just stepped it up more in this one, especially when they had the close-ups. Of whoever was on the screen talking, oh man! I was just looking at at the the lines, the uh, the shadowing that they used. I thought that was amazing. Uh, the scenes where they kind of did a little blend with the. With, uh, if you guys haven't seen, it, you gotta see this film. The the color blendings that they did in it. Oh, I mean, some of it. There was times of it when some of it was like it looked real. I mean, they did blend in some real. Uh, Stuff we'll get to that when we get to spoilers, but it this movie was was awesome the whole thing of miles trying to um, uh, Help with his situation on what was going on and everything and the the stuff That we find out about miles uh, That's gonna lead on to uh, another another film is coming of course there is well I hope we get more and more of these films Especially with this one. I thought that they hit it out of the park. Out of all the Spider-Man movies we've we've had so far, being the, the Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield, and the, the Tom Holland ones. Uh, those are cool for what they are. But the Miles Morales stories that they've done with this animation just blows those movies away. In my opinion. Because I just loved what they do in this. I mainly blow I'm blown away by the artwork that they did to make these two films that we have so far. We are getting another one, everyone. That was already everybody knew that before this one even came out. so, but I, I was all in on this one. i I loved it. What else did you
2: like about it? Yeah, I'm with you uh, as far as the art style and whatnot.. Uh, long awaited for this. And it looks like we don't have to wait uh, that long for the next one. Supposedly March of next year uh, is when we're getting beyond the spider is what it's going to be called. I'm glad that they decided instead of doing just two and three, I like it a lot more when they do, uh, they give it their own title, like, like what they did here, like into, and then, Across and then beyond the spider verse, uh, I like when instead of just episode one, episode two, episode three, you know this and that. I like when when they uh, actually just uh, give the series a name, so i'm I'm glad they did that, but, yeah, I liked a lot about it. I don't know how far we want to get into. Uh, before spoilers um one thing i can say that was interesting too about my showing though was uh pretty decent crowd um at uh, first i think i counted uh only seven others in the theater but then uh as the trailers you know started to wind down like the, the theater actually started to pretty much fill including right in front of me a uh, very interesting uh uh six, teens, all of them in uh burger king crowns they had uh, the spider verse burger king crowns um thankfully and respectfully um the one that sat in front of me uh she you know made sure to kind of she was her head was down she didn't block me at all so it was very uh thankful of that and she actually uh leaned on the guys uh next to her shoulder most of the film so her head was even further down than the uh, the seat liner so uh, i i in the end i appreciated their their vibe that uh <laughs> that they uh they came in the crowns and then uh once we were on the way out i i saw them they, they proudly wore them uh, out so <laughs> i liked i liked seeing that
1: <laughs> anyone dress up
2: uh no that's probably the closest um i wore my uh across the spider-verse funko shirt that came in the uh collector's core box here uh, a couple months ago it was interesting because um, i think this film actually was supposed to come out uh sooner than it did i think it was supposed to come out last year and because the uh the box dropped way early I, I it it dropped uh last year so uh it was interesting to get a couple of the pops early and the shirt and everything like that but uh yeah i wore my shirt miles and uh gwen on it but yeah no not nothing like yours <laughs> yeah i had two um one guy older guy
1: he was dressed up as spider-man but they made him take his mask off uh then we had a little kid dressed up as uh miles morales his spider-man costume i didn't even know they made these ones but it was cool to see him but yeah there was a ton of crowns in there oh really yeah (laughs) but seeing it and i'm actually
2: it's a thing i guess who knew
1: uh the um the uh the, the way the IMAX is is a big stadium uh seats. So you even even if everybody in there had a crown on and you if you're the depend you as you go up as you look you're looking straight over them anyway, so it wasn't uh, an issue. But um yeah, I mean our our crowd was just they everybody was going off, everyone was laughing. Ah, uh, there were some older people jokes in this film. I can't remember what they were because there was times where it was just me and one other guy laughing. Everybody else was like, "What?" <laughs>
2: so- I guess they dissed uh, Morbius. I I I guess I kind of missed it, but um, I read about it after. Like, there's they dropped a line um, about like. Um, Ah, like a good guy vampire, like who wouldn't want to see that or something like that. Like I don't know, I can't remember what it was, but like they kind of took a dig at themselves that I guess Morbius didn't live up to box office expectations. The Sony movies never do. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: except with the with the exception of the Spider Man films. But uh, no, I mean everyone hated Morbius. I liked it. Everybody hated, um, the hated, no, hated the Venom films. I hated They're both of them. Who hated the Venom? films? I hated both of them. That was that was not they Venom.
2: They were a huge Ugh. hit.
1: Those, those did not those Venom. Did Big money. They were garbage. Both of them.
2: They were hits uh, though.
1: Garbage. Uh, Tom Hardy. Nothing against Tom Hardy or anybody that was in it. Uh, Mona Lisa. Not, not nothing against them. They did what they they did their job. It was just like I don't know what the hell they were trying to do with that shit, but <sighs> I, mean, I didn't love two. <laughs> uh, Morbius, <laughs> wow. I I liked it for what it was, but uh, I, the reason I liked that one was because I did I I knew who he was. I didn't never really got into that character, so Venom was something that I loved, and they just took it and ruined it. So, but but I like what they're doing in this one. This one it was amazing so but all right everybody with that that was a we both we both loved it and it looks look, looks like uh, everyone here most everyone here in America loved it there was some people saying oh no it was weak this and that and the people that were complaining about the sound um but if you if you guys go see it and then it sounds crappy run out there and tell them turn it up if that's uh, what it is. It's, it's not on the theater. It's the way they mixed it, I guess. So I'm surprised. Well, I guess you can't yank it now and redo it. But whatever. We'll see. All right, everyone. When you guys hear that sound, we are going to roll into a little bit of spoilers. Mainly the end. When uh, Miles was gearing up. When he finds out. We find out a lot more because of this. Little multiverse and everything. the jumping spider verse jumping all over the place. Uh, i I kind of figured it out before they revealed it. yeah when uh, when he went back to to see his mom and everybody and make sure everyone was all right. and uh, Gwen was uh she also went back, and I was thinking, I was like, well, okay, why are they showing two different things? And I was thinking, He's in the wrong place, Miles. Yeah. And yeah. he did. He ended up going to what earth? Um, um
2: the, the 42, I think. I think, it yeah. The I think one, it, was, it was the one that the spider was pulled from in the original film that got him.
1: Because at, at that point, I didn't realize that that spider wasn't supposed to be in his, his timeline, that it came from. Somewhere else, and it makes sense now, but I, I didn't get it. I need to rewatch the first one again. Maybe, maybe I just didn't. Maybe they did say it, and I just didn't catch it. But yeah, because he well, miles in the first
2: one. In the first one, it's it's a quick montage. He catches you up. He's like, I've been Spider Man for the past so long amount of time. So he just t- quickly tells the story. No, the I mean, like, did they
1: explain that that spider that bit him in the first yes. one? You yes. know, in the movie, in the first movie, not yes. in the beginning of this one, they said it yes. was from a different timeline. I think so. Yeah. That's why I need to see it again. I, I don't, I don't remember. But yeah. So when, cause when he was in the little Spider-Man headquarters or whatever, he goes, take me back to where I'm supposed to be or whatever he said. And it shot him to the timeline that doesn't have a Spider-Man. Only because that spider that bit him left that timeline and went to Miles's timeline where he got bit and became Spider-Man. And that there was a, a hobo Spider-Man and everything. So when he went back there and he was talking to his mom and everything and he was telling his mom that he, he confessed to her that, that I'm Spider-Man and she was like, who? And Before he was telling her and everything, because it, it it didn't seem right. She she wasn't acting how she was in the rest of the film because I, then I was thinking he's in the wrong timeline, and, and then it was real that he was because there wasn't when he said, "Mom, I'm Spider-Man," and she went, "Who?" And then I was like, "Ah!" Oh. A lot of people in the theater went. Oh. <laughs> so and oh, then yeah. when we see Gwen, she's in the right timeline where Miles is where everyone knows that there is a Spider-Man. So she was like, cause she she goes in a room and he, she's talking to uh, Miles's mom and dad, but the where Miles was, he was talking just to his mom, and then his uncle comes walking in, and we guys remember he was the prowler and he died, uh, in the first film. So he was happy to see his uncle and everything, and then he was like, oh, he, it it did come to him. He's like, fuck, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> so, but, and then his uncle took him. Uh, kind of knocked him out. Well, did he knock him out? I can't remember what he did to him.
2: No. Well, yeah. Well, cause no, cause
1: he 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 got knocked out somehow. I can't remember how. Because when he woke up, he was tied up to that uh that punching bag, and then um and then when uh, he when his uncle was talking to him, and then because when he sees Miles, and he goes, "Oh, you took the braids out," and Miles was like, "What?" And then I can't remember what he did to him. But when Miles, like, wakes up, like, where the hell am I? He's tied up to this punching bag. And then he's telling them about, yeah. And then he was telling them about um, somebody else um, coming in to help him or whatever. And then they kind of spins around. And then we see a silhouette of someone. And then when it comes closer, it's, it's the prowler. And it's not his uncle. But as he gets closer and he takes off the mask, it's Miles. He's got the the braids and everything, and then he's like, "Oh fuck, man! Whoa, whoa, what the hell's happening? Where am I?" But he does realize he's in the wrong timeline because that's since that spider that was the radioactive spider left that timeline, he wasn't able to bite anyone to make become Spider Man. That's the one that went to Miles's universe, bit him, so he was able to become. Uh, the second Spider-Man and everything. So, but it was crazy. I was like, man, I mean, a lot, there was a lot going on. But then the ending, it was just like, ah, and I kept looking at the time and I was going, "Ah, okay, I think we have enough time for, for one last thing. Uh, But then um, when Gwen realized that he wasn't there and then she was like, all right, well, I need a, I need a crew to posse up to go uh, get um, Miles out of that time, She knew what timeline he was at to go get him and uh, bring him back. She goes, but I need a team. And it was everyone that we saw in the first film. (laughs) Spider-Man was there. uh, Spider-Man Noir. uh, Hobo, Peter Parker, and his little baby. Was it a little girl or a boy? I can't remember. Girl. Yeah, a little girl. A
2: little (laughs) Parker.
1: That was cool. And then there was a couple of little little Spider-Mans that were, that, that were there. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Hobie, the punk rock spider. Do
2: you have those figures?
1: Not the, I do. The pop, not the pop, I the do. legend one. I do,
2: and uh, yeah, I just got to say, for me, that was the biggest uh, enjoyment of the film. I thought Spider-Punk was a legend. I thought, yeah, he was cool before seeing it. But while seeing it, like he was far and away... <laughs> the most uh the coolest character i loved every bit of his dialogue and just the way he was and like he wasn't down with uh with 2099's plan like he saw it from the beginning and yeah i i loved hobie brown the spider punk uh and his just design was so cool too the way he would like the mix from like the black and white to color in some parts like yeah it was so cool
1: how they drew him uh, how the how the the artist that uh that drew him when he was on on screen that it was awesome and it it didn't it never looked um the same his uh his appearance kind of changed every time he was on the screen I love how it was like a um, a quick drawing, like a little sketchy, not really straight, uh, defined lines. It, it was just like real, just I don't know, man. I don't know how to explain. It. If you saw the movie, you do, you know what I'm talking about. But oh man, that was awesome to see him uh, in action and how they drew him uh, in this. So everyone, everybody they drew in this looked looked amazing, but oh man that one was, he was
2: just so awesome oh, i loved yeah. it i loved everything about him <laughs>
1: yeah give him his own movie please but yeah so when we find out everything and then she teams up gets her team together and then they're gonna go uh get help uh miles get back home and then it it kind of faded to black really quick and then went to be continued. Everybody in the theater, including myself, went, Ah! And, and then some girl like yelled out, What the fuck? And then everyone started laughing, and then the credits started rolling. I was like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I kind of jumped up like that in, in, in a movie, but <laughs> I, I do all the time. Infinity. But
0: no.
2: I, I remember for me, I was like Infinity War when everybody faded away i was like what like really Uh, that's how you're gonna end it like i was crying
1: (laughs) What? but this one was awesome i mean the 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 movie the theater experience for this one oh man it was it was i mean it was a packed theater when i saw um enter the spider-verse the first one but no it was not it was nothing it was nothing like it was a packed theater when i saw it but it was nothing like this one. Everybody was prepared. Everybody was ready. And everyone, wah, I got mad. Nobody and then
2: cared when the first one came out. I was the first show in IMAX in the Reno area. Nobody else there except for me and Jade. Nobody cared.
1: <laughs> I saw it that Friday night. And it was it was a packed theater. Uh, I saw it at the Summit. But man, this one, oh, oh. Uh, it was pretty packed except for the, the very lower seats, you know that um the that section past the walkway. All those yep. seats. There was a few people down there, but hell no. I went and sat down there one time just to see what it looked like. No I there's no way I would sit there to watch a movie. Something especially something like this.
2: I, I definitely think, I think I watched Rogue One there with uh Breeze and Chris. <laughs> that close yeah it was definitely a mistake i oh, was like gosh. leaning back and even like that only did so much but i couldn't help but like try to lean back at an angle it was kind of a mess <laughs>
1: yeah, those seats don't even lean that far back
2: yeah it was so. after we had we had, we 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 saw it at the uh um, Alamo in San Francisco, and then we went up to Reno, and then yeah, we saw it again. But yeah, we took those seats because they were some of the only left, and yeah, huge mistake. Hell, I was in the back row up top <laughs> when yeah, I saw. Huge the first mistake. So, but yeah, never do that again.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we are getting another one. We're getting uh, beyond the Spider Verse that's what it Bunch. said at the end, at the end of the film next year. So, I was like, "Huh. Oh, Do you think it's done and ready and they're just sitting on it yeah. for a year?" Yes. Okay. So, but well, they got time to uh, fix the mix.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's one thing. So. Especially since yeah, like it's not like the like I said, the Phil Lord, he tweeted out that he's like made stickers to send projectionists to remind them to turn it up. So he knows. So by the time the next one comes out, it'll be definitely aware. They'll make sure to get the next one right because this one didn't go right. (laughs) So they knew before it even aired for everyone else, right? Well, I don't know about that because like I said, the... Who knows like how fast he he got the stickers printed up, but I mean it does have uh, he it does have a little I don't know he could have went somewhere I'm guessing it, it it might not have been too hard to make these here I'm gonna send to you right now the tweet yeah because yeah he said projectionist I'm sending you all a present and then yeah it was this sticker. So yeah, it should have just come through for you now. You can see.
0: Well, well, I should have done it. Maybe it was after the fact.
2: (laughs) Cool sticker though. Um, Yeah, and I guess, yeah, if you are a theater projectionist, like uh, I guess that seven number, that is higher than than what uh, normal is too for the theaters i was reading in some other articles so
0: yeah <laughs> and
1: for those of you that didn't know this these two spider-man movies are in the mcu because we got a cameo from the prowler the live action prowler hey yep. childish gambino <laughs> Donald yep. glover and
0: we and- got- Toby yeah, the, and um, Toby, Andrew Garfield.
2: Yep, Andrew Garfield, and uh, we got the Venom verse too. We got Mrs. Chen. Uh, uh, I I was almost I was actually though it, it was cool. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, oh, like Venom's gonna come up from behind, like cause she he was like talking about like the spot was like talking about like oh, I know you're like blown away and like, you've never seen anything like this. And I was like, oh, Venom's going to come up like right from behind and be like, rawr or whatever something. And uh-huh. like he, the fact he didn't, I was actually a little, I was a little disappointed. They could have they done a quick uh, Venom animation. They didn't even need Hardy. They they, no, they couldn't. They could leave him out.
1: They could have just garbage. done the no. Venom. No, that was but, worse enough. When that popped on the screen, I went, <sighs> like, oh, you don't that, like
2: mission?
1: Leave that bullshit out of all of this. Oh my god. Nothing against everyone. Again, everyone that w- that did their job, nothing against them. It was just hashtag not my venom. That was complete bullshit. And not my carnage either. Oh, oh, oh. Who's anyway. your Venom
2: and Carnage? McFarlane's There ain't one yet. I mean, we we haven't seen a proper one. No, I'm one. just saying the comic, the original, the yeah, the, the original Carleton. one.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> Venom. Not this crap they're giving. <sighs> anyway, but yeah, they they showed uh, Andrew Garfield and they showed um, uh, what's the nuts, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Oh,
2: that was that yeah, was ruthless too. Uncle Ben. For Toby and Captain Stacy, uh, Dennis Leary's character for Garfield.
1: There was no love for um, Aunt May. Um, right. Marissa Tomei. There was no love. And they, they didn't even show, uh, what's nuts? Tom Holland. But we already know he's in the MCU anyway.
2: So. They referenced him. Yeah, him but this, Dr. Strange.
1: This, this is this. These Spider-Man animation ones—I mean, they're—they're in—they're in the MCU as well as Spider-Man 66. <laughs> yep. well, he popped up in the last one, but at that point we didn't know uh, that it was going to be uh, MCU-related.
2: I can't so. wait! I can't wait to get it on Blu-ray and be able to like freeze frame. Like all the stuff, because I couldn't help but try to catch things left and right. I saw uh, spinneret, the character Spinnerette. Um, there are other ones. Um, the one that that Miles was on his back for a minute. They actually made a pop of that, so I was aware that that was uh, Spider Man twenty two eleven. Um. So yeah, there was a few. I think uh, Kane Parker. Uh, his uh, red and black suit, Spider-Man, the PlayStation version, Spider-Man. He was in there. Obviously, the Lego one. Um, I sent you that freeze frame of there's like a, a like a Captain Canada, Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to we well, to go through this. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch it before, but Screen Crush, they always do anything. There's 301 Easter eggs that they caught.
2: Oh, the, the, I see just in the little, uh, freeze frame of the thing you sent me. Um, that's the, they made a pop of that, uh, Spider-Man two, the ravenous one.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. I mean, but there's so much in this to unpack. Yeah. We're going to have to wait for the Blu-ray. I didn't then, see
2: Silk, though, which is interesting because I, I think they're developing. Um, supposedly, a while back, they said they were going to do a Silk movie. It could have but, been in there. You couldn't yeah, look Silk everywhere. Yeah, definitely could have been in there. Um,
1: we didn't look everywhere. Again, there was so much on the screen. Right. So <laughs> It was hard to catch everything.
2: Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. Who else? Who else is in there that I can see right now? Uh, You know, a lot of them were just like it was like there were uh, different colors like in the video game of suits. Like a lot of that. Okay, I see Iron Spider back there. The PlayStation Spider-Man, the Captain Canada one. Yeah. Oh, the the armor one. Spider Armor Mark 1, Spider Armor Mark 2. Yeah.
1: again everyone there's so much There's so much <laughs> in this it, it's yeah. hard to to do it and whoever screen crushes man these guys are pretty quick obviously they see these films way before we do so hopefully at some point we'll get to that level where someone's gonna send us or let us go to the premiere I don't care if we gotta stand in the back but if we can see these movies before everybody else I mean I'm with that <laughs> but
2: Spider-Man, I don't know if of uh, the spider bite pop, but what was interesting about that pop is she doesn't look like that at all in the film. The spider bite character, she's the the one that allows uh, Miles to go when he's when he's when he's trying to to leave. At first, she's trying to stop him. She's like the side tech person. Um, but yeah the pop looks nothing like what she did in the film so that was interesting and I feel like that happens a lot with uh, with some pops like they must get um, like concept art at Funko and then so they base the pop off that and then when the film actually comes out like the character looks completely different
0: <laughs> hmm. I don't know Again, everyone,
1: we got to wait for the Blu-ray to come out so we can catch it all. But Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is in theaters near you. And uh, if you care, uh, go see it. It's definitely worth something to see on the big screen. She was in this?
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the pop. But um, if you see her in the film... Uh, that's not what she looks like in the film. She just okay. looks more digital in the yeah. film. So,
1: oh, that was uh, the holograph one, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. The oh, like yeah. hologram girl.
1: Well, maybe that's how she looked, but it looked, it was hologram
0: to us. but I, I not
2: Yeah, so yeah. Sending that right. through now. But yeah, so she looked more like that in the film. Yeah. Uh, they made the pop looked like that. And I was like, huh, that's, it's a cool pop. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, that's not what she looked like.
1: (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you should look at that in the next film. But again, Spider-Man across the universe, go see it in the theaters whenever you can. So, but, uh, one more movie, which I didn't see. So take it away.
2: All right. Uh, Netflix movie, uh, Well, I don't think I think it might have been it might have had a theatrical run, but uh, it's uh, on Netflix now. And this is uh, Missing, starring uh, Neil Long, Storm Reed, Ken Leong, Tim Griffin, directed by uh, Nicholas D. Johnson, after uh, her mother goes missing, a young woman tries to find her from home using tools to available to her online. A thrilling roller coaster mystery that makes you wonder how well you know the closest to you. Um, let's see if it has a – it, did it have a theatrical run at all? It looks yeah. like it did because it has – yeah. It came out January 20th. Uh, looks like it only costs seven mil to wait, make, and its first opening weekend, it made, uh, over nine mil, ended up grossing, uh, 32 mil. So it made its money. And now here it is on Netflix, it's hour 51 minutes. And the thing I found most interesting about this was it all was from the point of view of tech. There was uh, years ago. I didn't watch, um, Modern Family but I was recommended this one episode of Modern Family they did it somewhere around the middle of their run where the whole episode was based like on tech on a computer screen on video calls and laptops it was just like you were seeing the screen the whole time and that's exactly what this is so it's like the laptop and then FaceTime and then like the cameras like left on when she's like looking at like Google and she brings up, um, like, uh, you know, hire somebody to do a job type websites to like help her and things like that. And she's on the Google accounts and WhatsApp and everything like that. So I found that interesting and actually it, it, it it kept you hooked. Like it made you want to keep like, see like what she's like doing because like it's it turns into a mystery like her her mom goes missing and she's got to find out what happened to her her mom went to Colombia with her uh, new boyfriend on a trip and they've gone missing she was supposed to pick them up at the airport and she goes to the airport and even you get to check in from there because she turns on her phone like she's going to like welco- welcome her back and then like she never comes. So she comes back to her phone, turns it off. Next thing you know, she's at home. She's trying to call her. Then she's, you know, calling the authorities and then it becomes like this whole story. So it's, I honestly, I thought it was, uh, quite well done. Um, it seems like, uh, yeah, from here, user reviews are in general, pretty good. Uh, Metacritic views. It's, again, mostly pretty good ratings. 80 80, 75 75, low of a couple of 50s. Um, it, a lot of people mentioned 2018 Searching. I remember that film, but I actually never did get around to see that. Did you see that one? Which one? 2018's Searching. That one was with um, film in this style. With Harold. With- yeah, John yeah Cho. That one was good. Yeah. So, I guess that one had a very similar style to this. Uh interestingly, on the IMDb, they even like relate the films as in they're like in the same universe because it says um on the missing IMDb page, it says it follows searching and then you go over to searching, and it says followed by missing. So, I guess it is the same uh, true crime universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see it. I saw it was on there, um, but I didn't uh, watch it yet. So I figured I'd get yeah. to it. Never get to it.
2: Yeah. When you get to it, you get to it, and yeah, I yeah. Uh, i recommend it it's good um yeah and uh storm reed i was trying to remember like i feel like all of a sudden i'm like man like i feel like i'm hearing her name a lot and i was like i had to look her quick at her imdb and i was like oh it's because she was uh riley in the last of us so she was only in one episode of the last of us but uh I guess that's where I hear in her hype. And I guess she was also in uh euphoria. Not a show for me, but uh I know it's a real popular show. And she was in Rick one time. Yeah. <laughs> Which they filmed a little bit of here.
1: <laughs> uh, like what a second of it when they ran through the woods.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. I noticed it was on there, but I haven't right. got to it. But all right, everyone, that is movies. I don't have any TV, so what do you?
2: Yeah, got? I just got one. Uh, I want to have something. Uh, I've been watching since the new HBO Max is now just Max. Now one of the things they launched with for their uh, premiere was this. Uh, little ford documentary series special called 100 years of warner brothers it's broken up into four episodes uh the first episode is uh 100 years of warner brothers the stuff that dreams are made of the second one is uh clint kubrick and kryptonite the third one is uh heroes villains and friends and the last one is wizarding world and the big bang uh so yeah, I watched the first one. Um, they don't shy away from the fact that, uh, the, the, it all began with, uh, uh a very, uh, controversial film it started Warner brothers, uh, the jazz singer, Um uh, the, the, the original, uh, blackface film <laughs> was how Warner brothers all started. And uh, yeah, they didn't shy away from, uh, from talking about it. Um, but it was interesting how uh, they talked about like through the years, like um, interestingly, Warner brothers, like at least in his documentary, they talk about how they like to define themselves as uh studio that likes to take risks like when they get to uh, the second one they talk about you know uh getting behind uh kubrick and scorsese and they talk about mean streets and uh clockwork orange and you know really going it for it with things they talk about uh, spielberg and the color purple uh they talk to uh to hey quan uh, about uh, goonies they talk a little gremlins so that's interesting um then of course they get into uh, uh superman that the whole kryptonite thing they talk about uh clint and how probably more than any per- person in their history they've gotten by him for all the dirty hairy stuff and all the western stuff and unforgiven and everything like that so they talked about how how synonymous with warner brothers uh Flint is uh they talked a little the uh, keanu reeves about uh, the matrix and yeah i haven't got into the fourth one yet where they talk about the uh, wizarding world and uh, big bang theory but uh yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, just to, you know, see the history and obviously one of the big studios of Hollywood. So yeah, I recommend checking it out. It's a pretty good watch.
1: Alrighty. Yeah. I've seen a billion Warner brothers movies. I mean, all the Clint Eastwood ones, the, the Kubrick stuff and everything else. I mean, there's, yeah oh so some, some much,
2: much more Pee-wee, which is funny because we were just talking about that and the thing like that just it can't be underestimated like how cool that film is as far as like that it actually is kind of a history of film into itself like all the genres like pretty much every scene is like a take on like some kind of like classic film or genre so
0: well yeah. wees big adventure
2: yeah,
0: I mean that to me, that's Tim Burton's best film. Yeah, that,
2: and it's all <laughs> it's all like tribute. The whole thing is like based, like every little part and scene is based. It's like a like a tribute film to like the history of Hollywood. So
1: and they shot a lot of it at the uh, on the Warner Brothers. The
2: Warner Brothers, Yep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got into all that. So. But yeah, I mean, it was interesting too, like how they do, it's funny too, they went through so many acquisitions and this person buys that person. And then, um, what was the film? There was some film that, um, they really, uh, i can't remember like it, it like swung the tide for them where like they were about to be bought by time but instead like this film did uh, big and then they were able to to buy time themselves they were time Warner for a while they've changed names a million times and been acquired and acquired people <laughs> over the years but yeah there was like a shot too where they um they had uh Like Harrison Ford, Ray Liotta, Tom Hanks, uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, like all in shot. I think John Candy was in the shot also. Like all their heavy hitters.
0: (laughs) What's it called again? So what was this called again?
2: Yeah, it's on uh, Max and it's called 100 Years of Warner Brothers. And yeah, the fact that the fourth episode gets into the Big Bang Theory, I mean, you might be interested in seeing it just for that. But I mean, uh, a ton of that stuff I know that I named. You're a big fan of the Clint stuff and Kubrick stuff. Yeah, they get into Shining.
0: A hundred years? Was that what you said?
2: Yeah, hundred years of Warner Brothers. send you the the little logo real quick but yeah it's a cool little doc series as you can see on the thing i'm sending you um halfway through that third one the uh uh heroes yeah. villains and friends
0: this this is the whole season right now all these four are
1: on there
2: i think so i assume i haven't watched all four i haven't watched four at all but uh i assume that wizarding world and big bang brings us up to current i'm guessing because i'm guessing what it is since it's 100 years like basically that first one is from whatever they started in the the i guess it was the 20s so early 20s because here we are in 2023 so 100 years warner brothers so uh, from the 20s i think that first one goes from the 20s to the 60s and then yeah mainly that second one was how how experimental they got in the 70s and like you know with uh kubrick and scorsese and lucas and Spielberg <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd like it
1: hmm. All right, everyone moving on Sports oh, I got nothing
2: All right, I got the NBA finals. Uh, we just had game two tonight and we got ourselves the series um uh, um like I said last time I'm happy these two teams made it here the uh Heat and the Nuggets uh after game 1 though it looked like oof, this could be a quick series uh, easy win for the Nuggets but like I said we got ourselves a series uh game 2 was tonight and the Heat heat culture prevails and uh the series is now 1-1 they stole a game in Denver and uh, it is interesting too because you know I keep up with a lot of the stuff podcasts uh the sports networks, NBA TV, ESPN, all this and that, my pods, the mismatch, no dunks. was well, a lot of NBA coverage and a lot of people believe this was gonna be easier for the Nuggets and the Heat didn't really have a chance. So uh, the Heat have been proven everybody wrong all playoffs though. They upset the one seed Bucks. The five-seed Knicks, the two-seed Celts, and now they're playing the one seed out of the West, the Nuggets, here in the finals. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we got ourselves a series. We're headed to Miami now. Game three on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, we might – the Nuggets – in the end, probably do have enough talent to take the series. But uh, I just think it's an amazing storybook run for the Heat. So I kind of want them to win just for that. But either way, I'll, I'll, I'll actually be pretty happy with the winner. Because we'll have either uh, Jokic getting his first or Butler getting his first. So, But yeah, uh, got ourselves a series. 1-1. All righty.
1: Star Wars moment. I'm looking on starwarsnews.net and there's nothing
2: okay, well, I gotcha because uh, one of the things uh, I was hoping you'd make it out for but uh, turns out it was okay You didn't make it for was the first ever annual forest moon festival the indoor fest here um, in multiple spots throughout the county Um I went out to the events they were having at the local, uh, Sequoia park, which is right next to the uh, Sequoia park zoo, which you were able to visit while we were here. Um, I don't think we went to that park right next to it though. While you were here, we just went inside the zoo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the event was actually at the park next to the zoo, which you didn't go to. And, um, turns out uh for the most part this was a very kid friendly event it was all for the kids and that's fine that's cool and yeah awesome uh i took a little picture of their little today's activity things i can tell you what they had uh they had an inflatable saber station they had a rebel training obstacle course a color of the galaxy station Uh, Wise Green Creature Temporary Tattoo Booth. Uh, They had a Saber Showdown game. Uh, They did a a Galactic Bigfoot Call competition. Uh, They had a kids costume contest. Uh, At 7 p.m., uh, I guess the Saber Legion was in action. So that might have been cool to see. Uh, I was there earlier in the day. Uh, they had music and costumers at 7:30, and then they did a screening in the park of Return of the Jedi at 8:45. Um, also in Redway in uh, Southern Humble, about 50 miles from where I'm at, they also did a screening of uh, Return of the Jedi there. So, uh, for the most part, you know I read on the website they said uh you know this is the first ever and they hope for good things but uh, they considered this more of a of a trial test run and uh, hope to expand uh, as the years go on so we'll see hopefully they do but yeah um very family friendly event for the first one which was cool but uh i guess it did work out in the end that uh you didn't visit for it because it wasn't for uh the older Star Wars fan per se. It was for for the little guys, which actually might have worked if you visited with uh, your grandkids. Uh, but it might have been cool for them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I showed Renee the picture, and she was like, "Oh, that's cool." So who knows? Maybe next year we'll sure. venture venture over there.
2: But yeah, and they might they might uh, improve it, you know. So that's cool. Um, I guess also they had. Uh, this weekend a fairy fest going on so if it lines up next year too like you got uh two fests going on both indoor and a, a fairies fest which uh i guess even more people were into uh, cuz at work today uh we had a bunch of pe- mainly people that were were shopping today seemed to be shopping for uh fairy fest
0: <laughs> what is that
2: you know like fairies like Tinkerbell, but, like, not Tinkerbell, like fairies. (laughs) Mm, All right. Yeah.
1: No, I'm good.
2: (laughs) So that was going on.
1: (laughs) All righty. Well, I did find something interesting on StarWarsNews.net. Jaleel White confirms he's playing a pirate in Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Jaleel White might as well have said, did I do that on live television when he was asked possibly (laughs) violating a uh, non-disclosure agreement because he just casually revealed that he has a role in the upcoming Star Wars Disney Plus series Skeleton Crew. Oops. Um, He goes, oh, wow. Um, I'm actually going to be in a new series on Disney Plus starring Jude Law called Skeleton Crew. Yeah, it's coming out in November. Um, November, December, and it's part of the Star Wars universe, so that's a big change for me. Man, I had to do two hours of makeup every day. I get to play a pirate. That's what he said when he was on uh, some, uh, I like a hockey show or something. <laughs> so, but uh, cool. I mean, it's cool to see. I haven't seen uh, Stefan or Kel, Steve Urkel, whatever you guys want to call him. Uh, from Family Ties. Was it Family Ties? No, Family Matters. <laughs> Family matters. Yeah. Um, he was cool when he was little, but as he, as he got older, I was like, come on. But hey, man, I'm sure I bought him a house. It was a character on that show that didn't think it was going to be what it was. Because when that series first came out, he only popped in it every now and then. But since he was just a huge fan favorite, then it just, the whole show pretty much revolved uh, around him and the uh, the Winslow family. But cool. Yeah, I was just scrolling through this and I, and I saw this and uh I guess he shouldn't have said what he was supposed to say. So, but I don't know. Obviously, they didn't get they didn't kick him out out of this story came out uh, earlier last month, May 11th, but I don't know, we'll see. But that kind of struck my interest. But all right. Collecting, you got anything? I got nothing.
2: I do And I got one of our uh, now classic e-society specials. I had a soda here that I'm waiting uh, to open here. Uh, but once again, maybe I should uh, actually at least like uh, get the plastic off of these things before I do it. But it gives you a little effect. Uh, this is the Amazon exclusive soda of Cosmo. The uh, Cosmonaut Dog from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, Opening this here right now to see if I got the chase. I do know that the chase, if I did get it, is a flocked variant. So let's go ahead and pop that open. Get into it. No video, everyone. The luck of the uh, pod. It is not because it's not flocked. So I got the regular edition, just regular old plastic Cosmo. Um, still a cool one though. This is, uh, Amazon exclusive edition, but, uh, it's a, uh, non-numbered one. So hey, it's interesting, like for most of the early part of Soda's existence, um, uh, they were all numbered on the can that was kind of part of the appeal. interestingly um for more of these recent waves they still haven't gone away from it completely but a few of them they're not numbering them anymore so i guess there's a ton of uh cosmo and cosmo chases out there
1: <laughs> already uh, i did notice that they're selling the uh funko sodas at our at our walmart um, there wasn't any there. I do want to buy another, um, Cora whatever, whatever her name was. Yep. They had, they had a couple of hers down there. I want a regular one since I have the chase. So awesome. But,
2: I ordered, the uh, two, I ordered two spider punks when I got home from the theater. Um, uh, they are coming through Amazon. Uh, they're not, out yet I guess but yeah the end of July arrives July 28th I ordered two because uh, the chase of that one he's uh, unmasked it's the unmasked version of spider punk so kind of gives myself uh, two shots at the chase for uh, spider punk
0: (laughs) he's got a pop I thought you already had that one
2: no, no, no. The Soda.
0: Oh, the
1: Soda.
2: Is upcoming. They, they're doing the whole... All the characters they did Pops for, they're doing Soda's of... And the Chase version is basically just unmasked version of each and one. When did this Spider-Punk Pop one come out? Uh, it was through the... It was only on the Funko website. It was one of those, mm. so I ordered it when it when it when it was first revealed, <laughs> whenever that was, like a month or two ago. <coughs> might still be up there. Let's see. Just out of curiosity, but like, uh,
0: there's one that was like thirty. Oh
2: so, yeah, it looks. It's it's the first thing I see when I go to Funko's website. So it's yep, still available there on the Funko website, alongside with uh, Spider-Man India. Oh, the translucent Spider-Man that was through Amazon that sold out. Twenty ninety nine Spider-Vite, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, the Spot, spider Woman Miles, Medieval Vulture, India. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, there's no picture. Cosmo. They charge $3 more for the Cosmo on the Funko website than I'm on the Amazon site. That's weird.
1: There's no picture for, um, Spider Punk soda. It's just a outline of a regular.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like in my, uh, orders list. It's just a, yeah, just a blank thing.
1: <laughs> They'll come out until end of July.
2: Yeah, uh, there's I can see uh, There's a picture of it here, though. I can show you what it looks like. But yeah, um, the whole uh, all the characters uh, twenty ninety nine, Gwen Miles uh, India. They're all getting uh, these sodas and. Each of the chases is uh, just the unmasked head version. So, yeah, there's uh, what Punk looks like. Uh, also, he has a uh, a Marvel Legends figure that, uh, if I see that, I really want that. The only thing that's sad about that is Marvel Legends—they usually have the different head sculpt variants, and them it doesn't for that one. No. No different head sculpt. <laughs> hmm.
0: I seen that there's ones that they came out a while ago because there's uh, the one that they're selling now. It's
1: 24.99, but it's not in the Marvel Legends box. It's in like a, a carded. Uh, with a little plastic, like just like a regular figure. Right. I see that one. I want to get that one. But there's ones that were in the box, but those are like $300 or something crazy like that. And I'm like, hell no. I don't have <laughs> right. to pay that. Well, I would love to, but I'm not. <laughs> but, all right. I need to get that soda and that uh, carded Marvel Legends. But
2: that all you have? Uh, real quick, the other stuff that came... Uh, like I mentioned that, uh, Amazon exclusive, the Spider-Man miles, Reynolds, the translucent version, um, actually a little bit of a disappointment though. It's not translucent. It's not clear. It's not see-through. It's kind of like cream white colored. And then, uh, even worse, the head, uh, is a different shade than the body of it. So it doesn't even match. So, it's a little bit of a disappointment of a pop. It's interesting because it's it's uh, Amazon exclusive, but it's uh, they had it on the Funko site and it's sold out there. It, uh, I also did get an order in from uh, Funko itself. I tried my luck, hoping for uh, two chases, uh, or at least one. Uh, Sorsha from the original Wildo series. And Vash the stampede from Trigun. hoping to get one, but I didn't get either. Um, Sorsha. her t- chase version was the helmet she had the helmet on. Uh, so I didn't I got the regular, which is just uh, no helmet. and Vash the stampede from Trigun. Um, his chase is very minimal. It's just glasses. Uh, it's cool, but not a must-have. I would like it, but, yeah, not what it's going for on eBay. I sent you the picture. It's, like, going for, I think, 70 on eBay. And I'm like, that's crazy just for glasses. But um I got the rest of the Willow Wave. uh General Kale, really cool. The skull face guy from Willow. Uh Willow himself holding uh, Laura Denon. And Mad Mardigan, Val. So... That's and yeah, that was my uh, my Funko order, and yeah, that came in like the day after we last recorded our uh, last full episode. So yeah, like right after we last recorded, I had a whole stack of stuff come in.
1: <laughs> What's up with these cartridge figures and these guys charging these crazy ass prices? I never even seen any of these. Yeah, Spider Verse figures. <laughs>
2: Well, that middle one you sent me, that twenty four ninety seven, I think that's the regular price. So that's for a carded fee. Fi- oh man, these guys are.
1: Uh, I want both of these carded ones.
2: Yeah, that I, obviously I, that first one, hundred one, and eighty nine. Like, yeah, obviously that that one is the version from the uh, PlayStation video game. That's. Right.
1: I never even seen that before. But I ain't, I ain't paying that. Forget
0: that.
2: Yeah, that middle, that middle one's the one I want. <laughs> the twenty four, ninety seven one. Yep. But
1: all right, everyone, we're almost out of here. A few more minutes. Uh, recommendations. Talking about uh, Warner Brothers, I went on there. I just typed in Clint Eastwood because he has done a lot of movies for Warner Brothers. I'm going back to nineteen eighty six. To Heartbreak Ridge, a veteran Marine Sergeant, Gunnery Sergeant keeps in touch with his ex-wife while beating a platoon into shape for Grenada. That's that's a sh- crappy <laughs> synopsis, but yeah, Heartbreak Ridge. This movie is awesome. I saw it in the theater a few times when it came out, and I, and I love this one. But for those of you Blu-ray collectors, it's it's cool. But there's, I don't know. They they do, It's not a good um, transfer. It looks kind of crappy. If you have the the DVD, that that looks way better than than the Blu-ray, in my opinion, everyone. But I'm sure it looks pretty good here on uh, on Max. So definitely check out uh, Heartbreak Ridge, starring the great Academy multi Academy Award winner Clint Eastwood.
2: All right, I'm going to stay on Max and I'm going to go with 2007 Michael Clayton with George Clooney a fixer at a corporate law office faces the biggest challenge of his career when a guilt-ridden attorney has a breakdown during a class action lawsuit. Uh, Tilda Swinton, Tom Wilkinson is also in it Sydney Pollack uh, uh, uh Tony Gilroy did this one and uh, Not this last ride, big drive I did, but the drive before that, I listened to the uh, rewatchables of uh, Michael Clayton. And I saw Michael Clayton when it came out, but uh, listening to the rewatchables made me want to uh, watch it again and uh, appreciate it even more, I think, than uh, I did when uh, I first saw it when it first came out. I think... uh, 2007, I think I was doing the uh, blockbuster all you could rent pass back then. I think that's how I uh, first saw Michael Clayton. <laughs> Have you seen Michael Clayton?
0: A while ago. I don't remember much of it.
2: Yeah, it's good. It's good. It it, it stands up. Yeah, all right. it's on Max.
0: <laughs> Alrighty,
1: I am going to. 1986, for Beastie Boys' *Licensed to Ill album, and I'm going with uh, track number eight in order the Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Hit the music. But like this song I'm is Brooklyn. awesome. I'm the the build up for this album. Man, we heard uh, of course we heard Paul 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 Revere and all that. Hold it now, hit it and um, slow and low. We heard all those the the singles before this actual album came out. But when Beastie's License to Ill album came out, man, I had the cassette tape. I have the vinyl somewhere in my vinyls, original pressing. So it's the whole album rocks. Uh, My least favorite song is Girls um but this this whole album bumps it rocks it's definitely a classic in hip-hop so check out uh track number eight no sleep till brooklyn from beastie boys 1986 uh album licensed to ill all
2: right and i'm going back to 2012 and uh actually one of my favorite albums of all time Uh, one of those rare uh could listen to every track from start to finish, which is very rare for me in my book. Uh, and this is, uh, Santa gold's master of my make believe. I'm going to go with the first track right off the bat. Go, uh, love this track. Love this album. I feel like it's highly underrated, but, uh, interestingly, most people only know Santa Gold's music, uh, through, uh, or it's been featured on like commercials, uh, movies, TV shows, things like that, and people hear it, but they don't know what they're uh, hearing. Interestingly, but, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, her work, and especially this album and that song. Yeah, Go from Santa Gold after off Master of My Make Believe.
1: All What's right, that? I never even heard of this, so now I need to hear whatever
2: it is. Let me. Yep. One of my favorite albums of all time.
0: Sounds all right. I don't know if I'd listen to it, but it sounds all right.
1: Yeah. Who's texting me? It's the middle of the night, but
2: it is the middle of the night. (laughs) Yep. All right, everybody.
1: It's getting late for us here. And, uh, sunny California or rainy California. Is it raining over there? It's raining here.
2: A little bit, a little bit, yeah.
1: Alright, all right. so, but...
2: Three days. <laughs> with that, everyone, we're done.
1: Not uh, not three hours. A little over two uh, for you, but yeah, but with that, everyone, um, follow us everywhere. The show notes are down below to all the links to everything. Follow us on Facebook. Search E-Society. Follow our other feed, our ESP Spotify for Podcasters feed. The link is below. Follow us on YouTube. Shoot on over to T Public. Pick up an eSociety society shirt or a MacNez shirt. Follow us on Twitter, eSociety Pod, at MacNezPod, at Theozisu, at eSociety Podcast on Instagram, at the Zisu, at MacNez Pod. Follow us on TikTok, at eSociety Pod. And also give uh, our brother Mixlaw Beats Productions some love. Go to www.mixlawproduction.com. Does our intro and our outro music. So definitely go over there for all your beats and everything you need over there, production wise. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to everything we do here, everything we got over on uh, the Spotify for podcasters uh feed and yeah we will be back for more not really sure uh what's coming i know there was something um something was coming out i, I said it on the batman episode but now i don't remember oh transformers is coming uh next uh next week everyone for those of you that this, they go to the theater. Um, yeah, that's the only thing that looks. Uh, have you heard anything about The Little Mermaid?
2: Uh, I've heard good things, actually. I've heard mm-hmm. it was uh, really well done.
1: I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll wait till Disney Plus and then.
2: Moana, <laughs> when they do that live action, that's one I will be there first thing for. <laughs> yeah, that one was all right. Uh, what?
1: I, oh, um. I finally watched Frozen. I, I don't see what everyone's up in
2: the ooh, ozone. That, frozen that,
1: that loves, it, loves it so much, but it's
2: all about the songs.
1: Oh, songs! I saw that. I I'd never even seen the movie, but I knew the songs. I was like, why do I know all these songs? And I've never seen this movie before. But um, there is a movie I want to get out to see. It's called The Boogeyman. It's only PG thirteen. Mm. Uh, new horror film, I guess. I haven't heard anything about it, but I, I want to get I've check heard that out. I've heard it's the
2: best horror film of the year.
1: Well, no, I don't know. they missed it. So you, you got, there's a bunch of other new ones, indie films that are out that I want to see. But uh, I don't know. I have not seen this movie yet. Um, is that that little girl from... I don't even know who's in this movie. Uh, there's been a few boogeyman movies, so and even the '80s one. I, the commercial, uh,
2: the best horror film of the year.
1: I, I <laughs> doubt you know how that they ever- do that. I doubt that. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, Princess Leia. She's in this. Hmm. All right, now I got a supporter. I yeah, have to you see do. this. You know her. Sophie Thatcher, Chris, I don't even know. Well, he looks familiar. What else has he been in? Hmm. I've seen these movies that he's been in, but I don't remember him
0: uh the boogeyman
1: what is this about uh still reeling from the tragic death of their mother a teenage girl and her younger sister find themselves plagued in a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late hmm. i don't know what it is but i'll go see it only to support uh little uh, princess leia so i'll go see it but uh cool she's doing other things i mean she's been in other things other than obi-wan so um definitely check uh look her up and check out everything that she's a part of but since she's got a movie in the theater i will support the cause put a little extra change in her pocket so she can have money when she goes off to college but all right everyone that is it so we will be back hopefully i'll get out to see the boogeyman but i see that it's already out there um, and uh but i want to see it in theater i want to support the cause so all right uh go over to the horror i believe they are covering this new boogeyman film uh, i will listen to the review but i won't listen to the spoilers and they also cover in the 19 was it 86 film the, the boogeyman i saw that one back in the day when that one came out oh 1980 that one oh i don't really remember it but it was a movie that was in the theater i mean again these days in the 80s everything that was made uh even in the 70s and everything pretty much anything that was made a movie went to the theater so i do remember this poster and i did see it i do not remember much of it i saw it that one time way back then in the theater, so I'll have to check that one out as well, but yeah, listen to the latest uh, Horror Returns, uh, it's, it's coming soon, they haven't uh, sat down and recorded it yet, but it is coming I was going to be a part of it, but I will be at work, so I can't, and plus I didn't even see the new film, but uh, I'll go see it and let you guys know what I think about it So, but until then, everyone, please be safe out there, come back next week for more so until then
2: party on yep thanks everyone for listening till next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time in society
0: <laughs> uh, somebody's messaging me all the
1: way from Australia. Awesome, I'll be on a, gonna be on a show down there, everyone. I'll let you know as soon as I uh, figure out the things. But is that it you had for sports? That's it. All right, everyone. I forgot this uh, WWE Night of Champions happened last weekend on Saturday in Saudi Arabia, Jeddah, I believe. Um, pay per view was okay. It was a couple matches that, like, really, this is what, what we're doing, but all right. Uh, I'm gonna run through it really quick. If you want to hear the full breakdown, listen to the next uh, the wrestling returns with Brian and I. But uh, first match, WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, Seth freaking Rollins taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. This was yeah. they brought back the um, the heavyweight belt. And this was gonna be the uh, first person to they had a big uh tournament to see we were gonna be the the final two to go up for this. Of course we knew it was gonna be two big guys, especially Seth Rollins. So but uh the match was pretty good, man. They went pretty, pretty hard. I figured this would have been one of the later matches, but uh it, they threw it out first. Uh CBS Sports gave it a B plus. I'm cool with that. Uh Seth Rollins ended up uh winning it um and uh, via pinfall, I believe, from what I remember. Um, so he is the new uh, heavyweight champion uh, of this this version of the belt. It's been gone for a while, but they just brought it back. So I am cool with that. Um, dang it, come on. What's happening here? All right, next match was Becky Lynch, the man taking on WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus. Uh this match, I mean, they went hard for a little bit, but it, it wasn't the greatest match that I've seen these two uh, doing. It. Trish Stratus, man, she's, she's still out there doing what she's doing, and uh, we love her for it. But this match was okay. Um, I don't know the rules on uh, the women rules over there in that country, um, but they have to be fully covered. Uh, except their face. I think from what I was looking up, I guess uh, back maybe years ago, they had to cover their faces. Women did. I don't know the rules there. Don't ask me. I have no idea. But uh, they were able to... Um, I remember that first time they had matches uh, when WWE went over there. And there was no female matches, no female refs or anything. So, But now they kind of... Rules changed. So they let the, the females... Uh, Come in and and have a match, but they have to be pretty much fully covered from neck all the way to their hands and everything. So they I don't know how 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 hot it was there, um, but I'm sure wrestling in a full body suit can get pretty hot. But uh, this match was pretty cool. They both went pretty hard. Uh, Trish Stratus, she ended up uh, defeating. um, No, I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, Stratus defeated uh, Becky Lynch via pinfall. Uh, but this this match took a little bit get going. Maybe because it was hot. Maybe because of the the attire they had to wear. I don't know. But um, but it, it was it was a cool match. It was, it was probably one of my least favorite matches. Well, yeah, my least favorite match of the night. Uh, the next match, the Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther taking on Mustafa Ali. Ah, uh, this one was pretty good. Was pretty good. Uh, Gunther's pretty rough and tough. Uh, Mustafa Ali's badass. He's a high flyer. Uh, for some reason, I thought I wanted Mustafa Ali to win just because it was over there. But uh, there was no love. Uh, Gunther, I don't think he would have dropped his title over there as well. So, But he is still the inter- international or the intercontinental championship. And But it was a good match, man. They both went pretty hard. And uh, Gunther threw Mustafa Ali all over the ring. So next match, uh, the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair. Uh, taking on um, the Empress of Tomorrow, uh, Asuka, this match was badass. They went hella hard and beat the hell out of each other. Same thing, pretty much fully covered. Even the female refs that uh, was reffing these matches, they had their their pants and their ref shirts, but they had to wear long sleeves under those shirts. And I, I, Again, I don't know how hot it was. Uh, there, I think this this stadium where they had it all is open, so I, I don't know, but it was it was hot <laughs> for them. So we'll see uh, exactly. Um, uh, I don't know. I need to. Look, I would have to look up to see how hot it was. But we had a new champ, Oscar defeated Bianca Belair to win the Raw Women's Championship match, and I was happy. I mean, I love Oscar. She's badass. I mean. Don't get me wrong, Bianca Belair. She's she's beautiful and she's awesome in the ring. Uh, she's the EST, but I I was kind of shocked that they uh, she had to drop the belt over there. But who knows? She'll probably get it back again. She is a two time uh, winner, so we'll see. All right, uh, the next one was the SmackDowns Women's Championship match: uh, Rhea Ripley, mommy, uh, taking on uh, Natalia i don't really know what they were doing here maybe a match went too long or i don't know they were pushing for time but this match just like came and went i was like whoa, whoa what's happening here because it, it just it ended before it started i was like uh okay that's what we're doing here but i i don't know i don't know what they were doing uh boys and girls it was It was kind of weird on on what was happening, Uh, but it was seems like they just got out there, pushed each other around a little bit. Then boom, um, Rhea Ripley won. Uh, I was like, well, that was hella fast. So, but all right. I I did. The match was minutes. So I I really couldn't even tell you exactly uh, what happened because I was I was shocked. I was like, I, I don't know what what happened or anything, So, but we shall see. But anyway, yeah, Rhea Ripley won that one. Uh, the next match, Brock Lesnar taking on the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Um, earlier, uh, throughout the weeks, uh, they were both kind of slapping each other up, but uh, Brock Lesnar uh, jacked up Cody Rhodes' arm, saying he broke it. Uh, So he went out there, but Cody Rhodes still wanted to wrestle anyway, so he went out there and uh, did what he had to do, and yeah, he got beat up. (laughs) He got the hell beaten out of him, and uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, or Brock Lesnar defeated Cody Rhodes via technical uh, submission, but I mean, it was a good match. Brock was beating him up, and then Cody started beating him up, and then... Cody just uh, lost. <laughs> so, But it was a good match. I, I loved what was happening in this. Uh, the final match, the main event, there was supposedly three main events, but okay. Um, Undisputed Tag Team Championship match, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're the champs uh, taking on challengers Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. This was a pretty big uh, build-up for this one if you guys have been watching raw and everything especially with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn was a part of the bloodline but then he left. Uh the Usos were kind of wishy-washy, especially um Jay or was it Jimmy? I think it was Jimmy. I one of the the one with the shortest hair. <laughs> I care I can never get that. I think it's Jimmy. or uh, no Jay. Um someone's probably yelling at me. But uh, this match was awesome. It, it was good. They were beating the hell out of each other. And I always gotta give it to Sami Zayn man. For taking these super kicks constantly, man, he was—they were just beating his ass uh, this whole match. Uh, Solo, man, he's badass. He kept doing what he was doing, but there was some—he um, was, was getting towards the end of the match, and all hell was breaking loose. And the Usos came running in, and they were trying to supposedly trying to help uh, Roman Reigns and Solo, but they ended up uh, super kicking uh, Roman Reigns in the face. He went down. Uh, they kind of. The solo is their brother, their youngest their younger brother, so they, they kinda messed him up too. It was all like supposedly accidents, air quotes. <laughs> um, but it, it was cool on what happened. Um uh the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens one, they they via pinfall, um they pins the uh, Sokoa a lot was happening at the at the end of this match because it was just boom, 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 back and forth. Everybody in and out of the ring. Uh, the ref was unsure what was happening, but he did see that pinfall. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are still the, the Raw and the undisputed tag team champions. And they have both belts. Uh, <laughs> so the Raw and the SmackDown. I don't know. It's crazy, yeah, everyone, but... Uh, that was pretty much uh, night of champions. It, it was it was a good pay per view. I, I enjoyed it. I was hooting and hollering. I saw it after the fact. I had to wait until I got home on uh, Saturday to watch it. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad I did. I, I I waited it out to see uh, what happened. And I stayed. I had to stay off of uh, wrestling uh, socials because I did not want to see won and everything? I just wanted to be surprised, and I was. I was. I did pretty good. I didn't get. To, I didn't see any of uh, any of the winners. So that was that was pretty awesome. But that was uh, WWE's Night of Champions. Yeah, we are pushing uh, three hours already. <laughs> Everyone, sorry about that. Didn't want to go so long. But there was some uh, news that happened a few hours ago regarding AEW. I'm just gonna play this. See if you guys can hear it
2: to be here tonight in San Diego. The last few weeks we've made some announcements
1: regarding the debut of aew saturday night collision starting june 17th at the united center in chicago illinois i'm here tonight to give you a little more information about the debut of aew collision i'm here to announce that aew collision beginning june 17th will feature cm punk Yep, you heard right. CM Punk is coming back to AEW. For those of you that are CM Punk fans like myself, uh, I'm, I'm excited. We weren't really sure if he was coming back because of all the hoopla that went on uh, months ago or last year at uh, one of the end of one of the AEW uh, pay-per-views. Was it a work? Some say it was. Some say it wasn't. Uh, because we all know how the the attitude of CM Punk. Um, so but a lot of people were, were turned off about what was going on and everything. Because they never really said um, what happened to everyone that was involved in the incident after one of the pay-per-views. We just saw the aftermath of CM Punk uh, during his little press conference. And he was talking all kinds of mad shit saying that people are unprofessional and he works with a bunch of kids and and this and that and you guys all know watch the videos and everything because he was gone for a long time but he is coming back so we shall see what happens if you guys do watch aew already knew this uh this news already but um i'm I'm happy i'm definitely going to check out uh, uh collision when it airs so but yeah as far as Wrestling news and everything else, that is all I got. So, Punk is back. Um, and WWE United Champions in uh, Saudi Arabia was an awesome pay-per-view. And, yeah, I uh, want to hear more of that when Brian's thoughts on the whole thing. And we'll run through a little bit more. Do check out the, the next um, uh, the Wrestling Returns. And you will see everything that we talk about there. So, with that, that is it for sports. Yep so recommendations anything
2: yeah um i'm gonna roll over to uh what used to be hbo max and is now just max you may have seen um i think i'm gonna go with uh one of my favorite uh movie experiences in the theater uh 2013's the uh, gravity with sandra bullock yeah i loved uh gravity is one of the most uh, it's got to be up there if not the best 3d movie experience i ever had it felt so it felt like a, it really did feel like a ride and i rarely feel like that during a movie and you can't recreate that at home especially in 2d but uh i still really enjoyed the film uh it's up there for me i don't know where i'd be on my all-time list but uh it have a spot uh you know how much i i love uh, a good uh, theatrical experience and uh gravity is definitely on uh if we ever did like a pod we could do a pod of that like our favorite uh in theater experiences it'd be on my list <laughs>
1: I saw that when I was in New York and I don't remember any of it.
2: Did you see it in 3D, though?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. So I don't...
2: Yeah, I don't it, remember. Had feeling, it had me
1: feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I got dizzy when, I never, she, when she was losing control, when she was just spinning out in space. I do remember that. I remember sitting, kind of looking down. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I, I have not seen that movie in a really long time, so I'll have to definitely check it out.
2: Yeah, no doubt holds up. But
1: sh- I am going to Hulu. There was something I saw on here that I I wanted to to rewatch. A uh, friend of mine, he had listened to our little little review on White Man Can't Jump. He was like, man, you guys are weak. (laughs) I was like, What what are you talking about? He goes, you didn't like that movie? It was hella good. He thought we were talking bad about the original. I said, no. (laughs) I said, did you see the remake? He went, remake? (laughs) I said, there's a remake on Hulu. And he was like,
2: oh, it is super classic.
1: He was like, oh, I thought you were talking about the original. I was like, man. (laughs) So I don't know. He he said he was going to watch it. And he goes, "Okay." I was wondering. I was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> but uh, I am going to recommend a film that was on my list last year for best uh, one of the best movies. I don't remember what spot it was on, but uh, Prey, uh, the last Predator film. Um, I forgot to mention this during my Texas Frightmare thing. I I talked to uh, Dakota Beavers. Uh, he was um, Tabe. I believe that was his name in the in the film. Um, Amber Midthunder was there, but her line was out of control. So I I saw her, but I, I didn't even I didn't get to get get up there and meet her. They kind of cut her off. They did the the Comic Con thing. You had to get there early to get a ticket. Uh, oh to, wow! Oh, I was like, that's the first time that they've done that. Usually, even when they have big uh, celebrities, I know the John Carpenter one was and Sam Raimi. That I think they ticketed that thing, and they were all we're we're at our our peak already. I'm like, really? I mean, I'm sure these people, yeah, the more the merrier. More money for them. But uh, it didn't it didn't work out. I didn't get to meet her. <clears throat> but Dakota Beavers, he was a cool guy. I did talk to him. Talked a little bit about the movie and everything. And uh, he was a cool guy. So uh, shout out to him. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to recommend uh, Prey. If you guys have not seen that yet, I mean, I don't know where you guys have been. Been under the log or something. But Prey was an awesome film. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, if you have not seen it and you have Hulu, but if you have seen it and you want to watch it again, check out Birthver, both versions—the the English version and the Comanche dubbed. Uh, I've watched both ways, and this movie is amazing. So shout out to Dakota Beavers, and check out Prey on Hulu.
2: All right, my random trek uh, going back to 1996, and this is honor of uh, the Miami Heat. In the NBA Finals, I'm 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 pulling for them as unlikely as it is. uh, And this is uh, the Blase Blase track "Danger" uh, from the Blah 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 album. uh, When the East is in the house, (laughs) so yeah, that's my track. Danger.
0: All right
1: i am going back to 1990 or 1989 uh may 16th uh we passed the anniversary a few weeks ago but um this is special ed's youngest in charge from his album and probably the biggest hit off the album second track uh, I, i got it made i love this one i don't know what i was listening to the other day um Oh, when I was driving, I was down the Bay Area on uh, Sunday. Went and drove all the way down there, dropped Mark- Eric off at a show in San Francisco, and I was just kind of just scanning the radio stations and caught the end of this track. Uh, I love uh, Special Ed. He, I know he's still out there doing it. Um, not sure if he's still putting out albums, but I know he's out there performing, and uh, he's got other songs as well. But I got it made was the first one that that I remember. Hearing from him. So definitely check out his album, uh, Youngest in Charge. So, but yeah, Special Ed. My name is Special Ed, and I'm a super duper star. Every other month I get
0: a brand new car. But where is Special Ed from? Oh, he's straight out of Brooklyn. Brooklyn, hit that biggie.